0: This video is kindly sponsored by Project Red. Check the link in the description to find out more. This video is made possible by 3D Musketeers, offering full-service product development, prototyping, and production, helping you make awesome from art to part. Links in the description. Hello everyone! Welcome to this week's Meet a Maker! Um, hi Faye, how you doing? (laughs)
1: I missed you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yay, we finally found a time. (laughs) Yes, and I'm so, so excited because this week we are meeting Sophie Wong. Hello, Sophie. (laughs) Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming. I've been a huge admirer of your work for a very long time. And I've actually um, been working up the courage to ask you for a very long
1: time too. So
0: oh my <laughs> I'm gosh. so happy like that this you're here. Just, <laughs> it's just
1: mutual admiration because I love both of your works. Like, it's just, I'm just so happy we get to hang out and chat all three of us together. Me yes, too. This is, very, this is
2: very kismity. This feels very kismity.
1: Yeah, Kism- I, I realize I-
2: that's that's a word I made up. But I mean, kismet's <laughs> a word. I, I, I put the Y on. I, I, I
0: made it into a verb,
2: I think. Um, I, like I, I like it.
0: I like it. <laughs> so <would> insane. <think. laughs> well, Sophie, um, Faye and I both know what you do, because um, we've definitely geeked out about you oh yeah, in private but p- potentially the audience does not so um, may you tell us a little bit about what you like to make and and yeah we'll start there
1: <laughs> yeah so I'm a designer and I always think of myself as a designer first and um I have been working lately a lot with wearable electronics so a lot of people who know of my work kind of know it as wearable tech Projects and um, wearable projects like costumes and um, sort of fashion y things. Um, and I love to work technology into it. So a lot of my projects light up or they have some kind of sensory component, they do something. Um, and I love working with digital fabrication and like sort of emerging new technology and figuring out how to be expressive and creative with that kind of technology. So um, yeah, my projects often have some kind of digital workflow to them, like digital components, so 3D printing or I'm um, starting to learn CNC, small scale CNC um laser cutting and um code and stuff like that and yeah it's a long yeah. list it's like a very long run-on sentence when I try to introduce myself <laughs> I think I think that's one
0: of the amazing things about your work though is that you are so willing to combine different stuff together like I remember watching your your one about that a certain dress in the background right there. You you oh, had to yeah. talk about it online, yeah. And you were talking about how you use, like, Illustrator because you'd come from a design background mm-hmm. and then you were using that to make the 3D models and then, like, it was like this build-on of all these different things coming together to, to form this item, which is just... I just love that about your work. I get so excited when I see people meshing fields, I think. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm glad because uh, when I started kind of, like, dabbling and mixing things up I was like am I doing it wrong <laughs> you know because
2: like I always I mean...
1: thought you had to specialize you know to be good at something and so I thought I was kind of like oh, I'm never at some point in my life I realized I'm not a specialist and I thought that that was uh, a bad thing like something I was gonna have to conquer or overcome or whatever and I guess eventually I just moved beyond that idea and just kind of started to figure out how these things that like intersect in in me somehow like how can i create something new out of that and i definitely didn't come up with that idea myself i saw i saw this amazing TEDx talk by someone who was talking about how she thought there was something wrong with her because she likes to combine different things you know and um she's like, actually, that's a superpower. And I, I need to, I need to actually remember her name because it's such an important um, Emily Wapnick. Emily Wapnick? We'll find a link and we'll pop we it, got in to find it. Google. To Yeah, it. Google. yeah. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> yeah. like you know, she she says in her TED talk, like you know, you might think that it's weird because it's not really often celebrated. You know, we we a lot of the people that are commonly celebrated as being very successful are specialists and the world's kind of built to support specialists in a lot of ways but if you're not a specialist you're still amazing and all this stuff that you're interested in is super unique how it combines in you so like do something with it and I think like what seeing someone else say that I was like oh my god maybe I can come up with something interesting you know
0: yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And I, I totally agree. Like, I think the magical creative sparks happen in that intersection of different fields. Like, I feel like that's where like leaps and bounds happen. And yeah. I think there's something Faye has talked about as well. In well, times, I still think maybe. it's
2: all so funny hearing you say this, because you literally did that for me, Sophie, like you were the person who I saw doing the things that I wanted to do. And, and embodying the things that <laughs> I embodied and and so like you were quite literally I'm so sorry if I've never told you this <laughs> oh my, I'm my god I'm like tearing really up a little I just hearing is.
0: this oh <laughs> that's
2: beautiful and there were there were there were several people and several women who were inspiring to me getting started but you specifically were doing the things doing the things I wanted to do but also doing them in the way felt right to me too and seeing that seeing having that kind of that your role model having that that kind of Example this wonderful (laughs) example of somebody doing the thing that like you said other people Are a little bit, "Mm," you know, because you're a hundred percent right the world is built kind of especially for creatives for specialists and when you're not a specialist it's really hard actually to not feel a little bit like a failure all the time because you're not as good as the specialists because they specialize. Like, like this is just—it's right. just logic, isn't it? Like, when you do one right. thing <laughs> over and over again, you're gonna yeah. get better at it than if you're doing twenty things. But it's true. There isn't anything wrong with that, and it is a weird sort of, I guess, place to to reach, especially mm-hmm. when you don't necessarily have a a team of people supporting you.
1: Mm -hmm. Telling you, oh,
2: yes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be a generalist. You're doing the right thing. Right. And I think a lot of
1: people try to like a lot of people have said to me earlier in my life when I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. um, A lot of people in my life who were super kind and really supportive and, you know, are good friends and family members. They thought they were supporting me by saying things like. You're so great, Sophie. All you need is some focus, you know? Or you could be really great if you just chose one thing and did it. And I'm like, Ooh. oh my God. You know, I know exactly. that you're trying right to what? be yep. supportive and helpful. And I know why you think that that's the right advice to give me. But that's actually just not that's bad. an option for me. <laughs> like, that just isn't how I work, it? you know? Yeah. It's not and an it, option. It's just not an
2: It's, not, not it's, like, like it's yeah. a choice.
1: It's not an option. It's not a it's choice because I just can't awesome. do that. <laughs> <laughs> and also I
0: think, like, in the modern world that we live in now, with computers becoming better and better at all sorts of things that traditionally humans have done, the creativity like the creativity and that innovation and that ability to see things in a really interesting new light is something computers will remain not great at for the longest. So like in terms of like future job prospects and stuff, being able to be creative and and solve problems really weird in really weird ways and all that sort of stuff. Like the skills that we have I think actually ended up being the future-proof skills. Like, you know, it's like.
1: true. I never thought of, of it that way, but you're so right. I mean, it's things like um, I, I love watching like what's happening with machine learning and these like algorithms. So when people take take them and they try it's to use them for expressive, creative ideas, I think it's so cool. 100%. And, um, but you're right. Like a computer is never going to. Randomly stumble across something on Twitter, and you know, which just happened to me this morning. Something, or actually, I guess it was yesterday. I'm doing some experiments with like 3D printing, 3D printing yes! like links. Yes, and, um, I saw those.
0: They're amazing. Yeah.
1: They're, actually, I got some <laughs> right here. You know, they they're like these little figure eight things, and I'm doing some I other love shapes them. They're too. They're so
0: simple, but brilliant.
1: And I think it'll be fun, like you know, for people to make their own little shapes and stuff. And I I posted a picture of this kind of, um this sort of, like, configuration of, like, kind of looping them together. And I definitely, like, had some inspiration, like, going into this. I was thinking about, like, macrame and weaving and, like, textile stuff. But I posted this on Twitter, and someone saw it, and they were like, that looks so much like lobster, lobster cage or like lobster net links or something for like fishing for lobsters and I was like really like I never would have (laughs) have made that connection and then they posted a picture of the links that they find like washed up from the ocean and they literally look exactly like my next version that I was going to make of this and I was like that is so (laughs) cool like I it wasn't an inspiration for me I didn't know about that but now that I, this person has like made that connection to me. I like want to go down the rabbit hole of learning about lobster nets.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that is cool. I'm going to take that inspiration. And I'm going to absorb it. And, you know, I don't know where it's going to go. But like, I feel like that could never, I don't know, maybe maybe technology will progress to a place like that where machine learning can be that randomly creative but like in like you said billy like our heads our human experiences and our brains i mean we're light years away from replicating that you know yeah yeah certainly not in our lifetime yeah yeah i I, I don't think back to your point like um the when you're not a specialist and you are um collecting skills and collecting um (sighs) You're also collecting ideas and your your the thing that you are a specialist at is synthesis, is mm. combining things. Yes. And yes, maybe yes, yes, yes. learning something from scratch because specialists learn thinking things, outside the box. You know? But we learn things we learn new things all the time. And we're yeah. really good at you get good at learning things. And that's definitely a specialist skill in a way
2: yeah and being able to find new ways to combine stuff as well because I think when you have effectively one main tool in your toolbox yeah like if you're used to using a hammer everything looks like a nail isn't I I I realize I'm absolutely bastardizing that the saying a bit but it I do think that when you are really good at one thing you're always going to look for a solution that involves that thing because that's what you're good at but when you are pretty good or curious about, maybe you're not good at a thing, maybe you're just curious about a thing. Mm. Uh, But when you have more tools in your toolbox, you're gonna find more interesting ways to solve problems because there's more ways to do it. So I I think, at least this is certainly kind of a, a, a thing that I've thought about is how, yeah, if you were a generalist, yeah, your skill is not necessarily in, the individual skills but in yeah your ability to combine them and your ability to use them to create something maybe better than yeah that no one else maybe would
1: have thought of you know or Mm. few people Mm.
2: yeah but I also very much feel you on 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 the um the 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 rabbit hole of curiosity (laughs) yes yeah I know the rabbit hole of
0: curiosity
2: there's some things
0: I peek into and I'm like like watchmaking this week I saw watchmaking and I I was like rose engine and I like peeked in there and I'm like (gasps) oh Oh, I could fall down that rabbit hole, <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of went. I'm just going to close that book for now yep. <laughs> because Should I could I? fall. Away. No,
2: like, I can't. I still have, sometimes. I still have a whole folder of bookmarked tabs <laughs> and pneumatic exactly tentacles it. on my on my browser. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I feel, I
1: feel that.
0: <laughs> I feel. We, we need
1: more so, time to go down all the rabbit
0: holes. We do. We yes. do definitely.
1: <laughs> so you mentioned so, you were a yeah.
0: designer. Yeah what got you into making like have you always made stuff and what sort of stuff have you made as you've gone along yeah
1: yeah so I I guess I've always been a i certainly didn't know the word maker until 10 years ago um <laughs> even that seems long I but I've I've been a creative person you know um I've never thought of myself as like uh an artist you know i always i kind of grew up looking at other people who were like really good at drawing i mean like the and this is part of the problem is like there's there' so many like um stereotypes of creative people that if you don't fit into those sometimes I think you you can grow up thinking you're not creative somehow but I really think everybody's creative um and so, but I didn't, I wasn't like traditionally like a great graphic artist, you know, or like life drawing person. I, but I've always been interested in uh, costuming and I've always been interested in aesthetics in some form, whether it's like wearable, like fashion or um, just visual design of objects, just certain things kind of like spoke to me. And, um, and I didn't even know really about design um, as like a, something that you could study until I was in college. Um, and, but I've been, an, I was a dancer growing up. I did a lot of dance classes. I took a lot of music lessons and I, I just, I never thought I was going to be professional at any of the things that were like sort of creative interests for me. So I didn't really call myself anything like a, a maker or I didn't even call myself a dancer growing up, even though I took so many dance classes. I just thought, well, this is not gonna be my job, so I'm not that thing, you know? Um, and so when I discovered the term maker, this is a very long answer to your question. Um, no, it's good. When I yeah. discovered the term maker, it was actually when I first went to a maker fair and I had already majored in graphic design and graduated, and I was working as a graphic designer. Um, so I was making, like, I was working at a small firm. I was working, uh, making, like, business cards, corporate identities, stuff like that, You those. And then I worked for Gap, and I, I worked, um, I was working on the in-store team, and I was designing, like, graphic graphics for like in-store experiences and i made gift cards and stuff like that um but then i went to a maker fair and i was like whoa this stuff is super cool it's all so different and it's all together like welding is like right next to sewing which is right next to you know the steampunk i love that and um you know i was just like I love all of this stuff. I want to do all of this. I don't, you know, I don't know how, how this like fits into me, but like, I'm excited. Um, and I kind of got more interested in like making costumes and making fashion, like clothing, like sewing and stuff than I was interested in the graphic design, like part of my career. Um, so I, I ended up leaving Gap to kind of pursue making like doing my own thing which at the time that I quit I didn't know what my own thing was but I kind of took some time to figure it out and I started a fashion line um and I made my own clothes and I sold them in little boutiques and um and then I moved up to Seattle with my husband and rather than transfer the whole business like I was very close to actually producing a line in a small factory in San Francisco um, I was like this close to like calling them and saying like, yeah, make the clothes. Um, and then we decided we were going to move up here. And so rather than take that whole business and move it up here, I decided like, well, maybe this is my chance to pivot a little bit and like pursue costuming, which I was kind of more interested in from a design perspective. Um, mm-hmm. so then I worked a little bit in costumes here in Seattle. Um, and I, I, because that was just kind of following my interests, really. Um, I got really that's interested great, in figuring out how to put electronics into my costumes. And that's kind of how I found this love for combining technology with the wearable work that I do. And, um, so that was kind of like my discovery of the, of the focus that I have now um but I feel like I'm still on that journey and I'm still like figuring out where this is gonna lead me and where I'm gonna combine in the future so I guess I'm not always called myself a maker but I I just didn't know the term you know um yeah
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense, definitely. And I, 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 I totally relate to you saying I didn't feel like I didn't identify as a creative even though I made stuff. Like and I definitely feel yeah. that like my my mum was a fine artist and I was like I you know, I never was really into arty art, you know, like fine art stuff until relatively recently. And and yeah so I didn't really count myself as an artist I said maybe I like crafting you know like I would always kind of sewed or crocheted or whatever so a crafter maybe but yeah I only learned the term maker in the last few years on the internet really yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: and yeah. actually someone just reached out to me a friend of mine she was like you know I um and, and I know her through dance um and so she's a, a very creative expressive person too and she reached out to me and she was like, "Um, my boyfriend, I think he's a maker. But I didn't, he doesn't know that term and I didn't know that term, but he makes costumes and he cosplays and I saw your stuff and I, you know, she's like, I realized like maker, maker, the word maker, like, oh my God, he's a maker, you know? And I, I I was like, this is amazing. Like, it's, there's such a power to realizing that, there's like, there's a thing that exists that you can be, you know. It's like, it's so hard when you think that you're totally alone in what you're doing. And it's so different when you realize, like, you're not, you know? I mean, not that it's a stamp that you have to fit into, but just that there's, you know, someone else going through that, something similar and, um you know, you're simpatico with them. It's just like, mm-hmm huge yeah a
0: hundred percent a hundred percent I totally agree um yeah even down to like what Faye was saying earlier about how you were kind of that person for her like <laughs> it's like yeah it's so good to have it just feels good like you've like you've come home to almost I don't know alone. like
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. just, just to yeah. see
2: someone else doing something like what you want to do even if it's different and I do think that is kind of one of the 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 magical things about the the concept of being a maker, the concept of making is that it's it's very broad, but it also has so much overlap. And so the chances are you will find people who are similar to you, but they'll still be different, which is kind of wild. I don't know that that's something that you encounter so much in other parts of
1: reality. That's (laughs) my favorite part of it too, is like, whenever you find someone who's doing something similar to you, like all you have to do is like scratch the surface a little bit to discover they're this totally amazing person that also does these other things you've never heard of. And it's like, it's kind of like, you know, back in the day when I was growing up listening to music, it was all on CDs and like the way I would find new artists to listen to was reading the booklet in the CD, you know, and it would say like, the artists would like thank other bands and I'd be like yeah I've never heard of these bands and then I would look them up and find new music and like it wasn't all on the internet so you couldn't like instantly go down like you know a list of artists and find people was a little bit more like of an active search but like connecting through people and finding new people that that speak to you on some level with what they do but also introduce you to like a whole bunch of other stuff it's like mm-hmm. gold it's so exciting
2: Yep. 100%. admittedly that's why i love pandora radio <laughs> back when i had access to it <laughs> <laughs> Just for the discovery for the discovery of new music but yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i was like oh yeah discovery yeah, yeah
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) well I mean yeah I totally agree I mean that's why we do this this podcast right like I just love scratching that surface off and finding what makes me and I learn even people that I know really well I learn new things about them every time like they come on and stuff and
1: yeah it's amazing yeah (laughs) and I, I love like when when people are trying to actively like share other people and like um like reveal their inspirations and show like the pathway to where they got to you know their idea and I feel like it's something that I see so much more in the maker community than in in some other like creative adjacent like creative worlds where they kind of are very protective about like how they got to their idea or like yeah who inspired them or whatever and like in the maker world it's so beautiful like so many people are super open about it and just like I like that's one thing I want to I like I want to not have any secrets like I want to tell everyone like I got this idea from here and there and I stuck it together and then someone said it looked like a lobster thing but I never heard of that before but now I know you know like I feel like making that kind of like creative journey visible is so helpful like it's so helpful when to me when I see it in other people so I just want to like totally expose all of that
2: you know what you're you're actually I had not really put these these things together before but you're totally right about the fact that the way we are as makers in that sharing and, and sh- that share and share alike and that I want people to know how I did this so that they might learn something and be inspired it is actually quite unique and I guess because I spend so much time you know amongst people who do the same I do forget that the rest of the world isn't quite like that, but you totally reminded me that when I was, um, when I was still developing my picture frame uh, idea, I had several people tell me that I should protect it. That like, I shouldn't share it, that I should, you know, not give out the files or that I definitely, I definitely needed to patent it before I, you know, put it online and stuff like that. And I remember how deeply uncomfortable all the conversations mm-hmm. made me feel because so it was always it was always based around money too like it was mm-hmm. always based around the idea that you you protect your idea so nobody can steal it and th- and therefore steal your money because obviously they'll steal it and then they'll make money off of it and then you won't make money off of it and this is all very bad so you must keep everything very secret and and protect it and yeah and i <laughs> i I went actually through several conversations and in the end i was kind of like i don't want to patent it I don't want to sell it to a company I want to sell it like I would still like to make a living but like I want to sell the files to people so that they can go and make their own versions and I want to talk about how I made it and I don't want to be secretive because it doesn't it feels not quite in the right spirit I guess to me
1: yeah it's like it's your choice it's what you not want yeah yeah no I I like like like, I like sharing (laughs) yeah and I feel like the choice is the important part like I I totally understand like there are artists who are their craft is their livelihood and their art is their livelihood and like they have made the choice of how they want to structure their career And that is totally cool. And I, I support that totally. It's, I have just kind of gone through this journey where I realized that doesn't work for me because, um, I don't like to make the same thing more than once. (laughs) So it would just not work for me. Like when I, um, when I was doing my fashion business and I was selling clothes, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make clothes, you know, and I'm going to design, design them. I'm going to design a whole line. I realized I was actually more excited about like designing the whole system than it was about like designing individual dresses or whatever and making them. And when it came down to like actually producing them, I absolutely hated getting orders because I didn't, by the time I designed it and made one, I didn't want to make it again.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is why now. I don't work in fashion. Yeah. Cause I'm yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, okay, well I
1: either have to like, I either have to come into this and, and hire a factory, you know, and get someone else to make it because I'm not, I mean, I even tried to like, I even tried to create a system that would work for me. I was like, maybe I could make 10 of something. And so maybe I'll make it limited edition. Maybe I won't be you know, sick of to, like, it yet. I'm to put my brain on it, and uh, I I couldn't even like make intent of something. It's just like it makes me insane. So I kind of like. So I realized like I'm just not that kind of creator, and I'm actually I'm going through some some thought processes right now about like how I'm gonna take what I'm doing and turn them into um, <laughs> a, a livelihood that actually you know is sustainable for me um that's a whole mode i'm not quite <laughs> there yet but uh i'm working on it um and i i'm trying to make these decisions actively like do i want to create a product where you know the design is protected and i'm not giving us that information out and try to sell the product and or presumably a do time i want to do place. something else yeah yeah and i there, think there it's, like, it's like like making that be choice place yeah, and if the opportunity presented itself and I thought it was the right thing to do, you know, I I would. But I'm actually more interested right now in the design aspect of of my work, and so I'm kind of pursuing that more. And um, yeah, it's like it's like something that I I've kind of tried several times to like turn my passions into, uh, like business, you know? And, um, I, I know I can do it. It's just how, like, I want to do it. So, you know, I want to like put the thought in upfront to create it intentionally. And so, that's kind of, like, what I'm what I'm working on, actually, this year. Because, obviously, last year was just, like, the rug pulled out from everyone. Um, so, this year, I'm like, I'm going to focus on this and figure out how I can actually create my, you know, how I can actually use my brand, you know, to cre- turn it into a real, you know, get more serious about the business side, basically.
0: Mm, mm, yeah. Are you, yeah. I'm so historically well i suppose you did the fashion and stuff but i like you're t- talking more about the sort of one-off interesting things that you do now turning that more into a money side of thing
1: yeah cool yeah because i think what i've done in the past um pretty much the way that i've been able to make money as a maker like doing this work has been mostly through writing articles and writing tutorials and creating like educational content um, and so that model, um, is pretty much what I've been, what I've been doing up until like last year. So I was writing, um, articles for Hackspace. Um, and I wrote the book for them, which is the, um, wearable tech projects book. Um, oh, you so wrote that
0: one. Oh, yes.
1: that's cool. So it was like, yeah, you didn't know about, that. It was like 30 projects. Um, there's some other artists in there too. And I, I kind of curated it and put it it was a whole thing that I did. And all of the articles actually came out in different issues of Ah. Um But that, that was basically like the most like stable, dependable way that I've found to do a project and then make some money off of the project, which is, you know, the publisher of the magazine will pay you to do the article. So I pitched the article And then do the project, document it, do the photography, write it up, send it off, and then get paid. And that is a great, it's actually a great um, way, I think, to start making your projects um, like pay for themselves, really. Um, But the issue that I started to fall into is that... As a designer, I, I was having these other ideas that I wanted to pursue, like creative ideas that don't fit really well into tutorials because when I'm creating a tutorial, I'm designing the project. I mean, I can never turn my own design brain off. So I'm designing a project that works well in a tutorial format, you know, and especially for print, like it's six pages, it's a limited number of photos. And if it's going to be um, a wearable project that includes code, I mean you're going to spend an entire page yeah. on just explaining your code. So it can't be that complex. And I you know I wanted them to be really good, useful tutorials. So I designed the projects to fit that format. And which is I smart. actually love that as a design challenge. But it just meant that I couldn't go to the weird place, you know? Like, I couldn't go further because I can't explain this dress in six pages, you know? Yeah. So so I'm kind of, like, at a place where I want to focus more on projects that the point of the project is the project instead of Mm -hmm. the tutorial. Mm. But, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. always going to make my processes open and available and document them in some way. Um, but I'm more interested in creating the work now first, so I'm uh. making some projects that are for me, um, and then I'm also working with some other people like creative partners where my work can fit into their vision, like filmmakers or um, movie videos and stuff like that, like, that's really where I want to go now
0: very fun that'd be awesome yeah there's so much freedom I think in music videos to do really interesting cool stuff like that would, oh yeah, yeah. they're wild yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess they aren't always wild,
1: right. but they they have the that's what I want I want to do the wild be ones wild. Yeah,
0: yeah the yeah, wild yeah,
1: yeah. ones <laughs> that's, yeah that's, definitely
2: that's <laughs> certainly where the fun's going to be <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I totally want to ask I want to ask a a potentially um I feel like it's a good question and I feel like a lot of people watching this would probably be interested in the answer though I'm also aware I, I guess it's slightly personal um not knowing anything about kind of like this sort of like writing and submitting of articles tutorials sort of thing did you find that sort of work um not financially viable but like a good effort to income ratio does that make sense like like the amount of work versus what you got paid to do it do you yes. feel like that was that was good and you felt good about that? So I, I do feel uh, like a lot of times we're underpaid.
1: Yes, I would <laughs> say it depends. It depends on who you're writing for. Um sure. And I definitely. Um, I'll also say publications are. It's a wide range of what they pay. Some. Um, Going on what. Some make, companies probably. will pay will pay like a a couple of hundred dollars for like an online tutorial. some publications will pay you know a thousand dollars for a much longer article that might be in print that they might be able to recycle in other publications that they use and they can um, make more money off of it It's pretty wide ranging and I think mm-hmm. like it's definitely on the creator the writer um to make that be work for them in terms of how much effort you're going to spend on the project how much time you're going to spend writing it up um the i know exactly what there's a small amount of negotiation you can do i mean in my experience there's some negotiation can happen but there's a budget that that publication is working under yes and uh for me i look at it like so i think To answer your question with one word, I guess I would say no. I don't think you know off off the surface it's 100% financially viable to just do that. I think you're going to have to supplement with other forms of income, especially if you factor in. Yeah, that's why I realized financially viable is
2: probably the wrong word.
1: (laughs) But (laughs) if you're talking about like, could you make a project pay for itself by selling a tutorial about it? Depending on the cost of the project, mm. I think it's possible. And I think, like, you could, could get creative about what you're pitching. I mean, maybe if you're using, um, materials that are not super expensive and your project is not so complex that it takes you six months to write the article, if you're only spending a week on the article, maybe, maybe that works for you in terms of what you, you know, it comes down to how much value like what the monetary value is on your time. And I guess, I'm sorry, I'm totally going on about this, but
0: no, going back to great. the whole,
1: like, um, having experiences come from different places all like fit into what I'm doing now. When I was working on my fashion business, I also had a jewelry business for a little while. I've been all over the place, but um, you, you know, when you work with, a retailer and you're creating a product that you're going to sell through a retailer there's a formula that you use to calculate what your wholesale price is versus your retail price and it's like this formula that you have to kind of work out that takes into account the materials you're putting into it how much time you're spending on it versus the market value of the item Mm -hmm. what you think you can get also that the retailer wants to get a certain cut out of it and basically this formula works out to your product has to be dirt cheap for you to make if you want to actually make any money off of it and sell it at a price that people can afford it's like it's like this crazy reality but the only way it works is if you start at the beginning and you factor in everything that is going to cost you and I I would recommend taking the same approach to creating tutorials that you want to sell to publications. What is it going to cost for you to make the project? And how much time are you going to spend documenting it? And what is that worth to you? Then add on, you know, what it's going to make the the publication, you know. And if they're giving you a budget, you have to subtract that stuff out and say, like, this is what is going to compensate me for my time. And then this is what's going to be the material cost. And don't lose those things because those <laughs> are the things, that's how you, you know, screw yourself over. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot to include Easily. shipping. Now the shipping's on me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That makes yeah.
0: that makes a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, it's very sensible, a sensible way to think about it. I know I've done like tiny little bits of that kind of work. And I think... Yeah, for me, I it helped when I wasn't doing a whole project. It was just like, here's this technique. Like, here's just this little bit of it. Because yeah. that's, you know, that's like a, because my projects yes. do get pretty like, wild yes. sometimes so yeah here's that's just how brilliant. to do like printing on fabric or weird patterns that, on that. your first layer of your 3d print or you know like just a little bit of it um which I think yes. kind of works in our community because we're always gathering stuff to do our own thing with like it, I don't know I've never really made someone else's project that they designed in full you know I've never just copied a you know like a whole thing but I've like copied little bits from many other things so I think it's still a very viable product I, I personally mm-hmm. think because mm-hmm. I yeah so I think yeah. that's how I got around totally, the <laughs> Totally agree.
1: And I think it's brilliant. And I, I've done that as well. Like, if you can't sell the whole project, write up a section of it. It's mm. such a good tip. Um, and I think it's more useful as as a person who's reading tutorials. Like like you said, I usually will start from someone else's tutorial just because it's similar to something I wanna make and I wanna learn the technical. Yeah, not necessarily it, the same. But I've never very few times actually made the actual thing that they're explaining how to do and I try to write my tutorials in the same way like here's the demonstration of how it works in a thing but let me isolate out what I'm actually trying to teach you so you can take this snippet Mm. you know it's an ingredient and you can cook up whatever you want with it and um I think the key is and this is why I think like Photography and writing are such huge skills to have as a maker, because the photograph of the piece <sighs> is so important in selling that tutorial um, and being able to present it through your writing in a way that you you could use that exact tactic, really. Like, you know, look at the project, isolate out the thing that is going to be the the tutorial sellable snippet and then build that, build your whole tutorial on that. It's actually a writing skill and it's a documentation skill. And like the more you do it, I mean give this advice to people too that that ask me like um if how they can turn their projects into, you know, a career or like be more of a a visible maker. And I'm like document everything and get really comfortable documenting and put it out there make it make it accessible to people like make an instructable for every single project you do and honestly like the people that I know who highlight projects in shows and in their magazines they're looking at instructables they're looking at hackaday they're looking at places where people document their projects and upload their projects. And if you're not documenting your work and putting it there, it won't be found. So if you want to be visible, you know, it's like, put it out there. And then my new tip is make some kind of video, any kind of video. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a super produced YouTube video. It can be iPhone video of the project working, but if you have some kind of video that you can submit to a place that is aggregating projects, they can't show it if it's a still photo, you know? If it's mm. a video, then they can grab it, they can integrate it into their show. This is something that comes up for um, every now and then. I do a guest host, um, I guest host an episode of Neighbor Update for digikey and maker project lab and it's so fun like i get to choose projects and i try to throw so much i'm always like showing so like my episodes are really long because i want to show so many different <laughs> kinds of making That's the <laughs> great i just go though. on yeah. <laughs> like, yeah i mean if you SJ can't tell it's and, yeah, yeah. it was great yeah i mean like you yeah. were all i mean like yeah there's yeah. so much great stuff to show and i i want it to to all be next to each other like I want to create that maker fair experience of like this is just as valid as that is just as valid as that like I want it to all be together but I often will find something amazing that just doesn't have enough documentation and we can't there's no there's nothing to put in the video you know and it's so hard Yeah. So I'm trying to tell everyone I know to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And there's so many people who are like who like talk about, oh, your stuff gets so recognized and stuff. And and like I and and when I call their stuff really awesome, they're like, Oh, it's not so awesome because like people don't look at it. And I'm like, Yeah, but you don't share it. Like sharing it with me in DM is like like yeah of course no one sees it like I love you also the documentation. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean it's scary yeah. too like it can be scary yeah, to definitely. put your stuff out there I would definitely every time I upload something I'm like oh we're gonna oh yeah 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 oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely yeah I think Liz then... Clark my friend Liz Clark she's like yeah upload and run <laughs> and <I'm> like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's it. That's it. But yeah. I think also too, like once you get into the habit of it, you realize that like what you, like your feelings toward a project and what everyone else's feelings toward that project are, are probably pretty different like there's often like when i spend an afternoon on something and just throw it on the internet and boom front page you know like everywhere it's all over yep. the place and That's and the then other of it, times you it. pull weeks and weeks into something and then it's just like oh yeah that was nice you know yeah, like right. it just doesn't really get you know and it's, like- it's so you can never judge <laughs> I feel like you can never judge and you just you may as well just throw it out there because the internet's going to do whatever it does with it it's (laughs) true
1: I think like my number one like most engaged most popular tweet that lived the longest was literally like a 10 second clip of me like plugging in a USB I had like a USB cable that you can plug in (laughs) any way and so I like plugged it in I just kept like unplugging it and replugging flipping it around and it blew people's minds (laughs) And it's like still going around, and I'm like, really? I mean, that. Like, You're like, damn it. And yeah, we're so so well talk about, about, that, about thing. that for a they little we care bit. About that. We have a CUSD.
0: I'm like, oh. I care about huh. that. Can we yeah, talk no, about that a little it. bit? Because I've been I care, meaning to. I care about the drive. But the video keeps going in and out a little, but it's good right now. So let's talk about projects for a bit. Show oh, us yeah. some of the things you've done.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this this is. um. It is 90, 90% done. I'm like stuck on that 90% line. It's so, I blame the pandemic, but um, this is basically a 3D <laughs> printed, um, the whole dress is 3D printed on fabric. It's currently in two pieces and I I just have to meld them together um, and I've got this underlining that's fabric. So it's all uh, going to be kind of balanced. Totally going to ask by, about that too. <laughs> yeah. I was um, thinking about that. But basically, I've been watching you make
2: that for a while, and I know that the yeah. fabric you did it on is quite see-through. It <laughs> is,
1: like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah a it's, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's this mesh,
2: yeah, and it's a see-through.
1: <laughs> this is what goes wrong sometimes when you three D print on mm. fabric. Uh, oh, you know? yeah. oh, it but, tore, didn't it? But when they mm. come out, when they come out right, it's like, oh,
0: that's so beautiful. It's like a <laughs> snake. It that's is cool. Like it a is snake. exactly like a snake. Someone yeah. also said that
1: it looks like tire tread, which I'm not oh, sure they yeah. meant that as a compliment, but I was like, that's cool. I like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think it's just a different way of 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 thinking. Like, like some some people look at a thing and they see snake skin. Some people look at it and they see a tire tread, and they're both good because yeah. that is the thing they
0: thought of, you know. Like, Snakes are definitely more familiar to me here I in
1: Australia. <laughs> uh, I printed it on this orange. And it accidentally oh, looks exactly cool. like salmon. Like a salmon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry I now. I want it. some sushi. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? I was like, I need to 3D print like a little lime slice and like, or lemon yes. and like parsley. A yes. little bit of nori around the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird yeah. how it looked exactly like that. Like I, Because the filament itself is kind of translucent. So on the roll, it looks really red. But when it came out, I was like, that is 100% fish. Salmon. It's even yeah. got
0: the like iridescence that salmon almost has, you know, like it's yeah. got that sort of transparency exactly. thing going on. It's perfect. It's, it's <laughs> so basically weird. just a fillet. It's just a salmon fillet,
2: a nice one too, like it it a, a fillet.
0: There's certain people out there who would wear that though, like Lady Gaga or Bjork. I could definitely see them wearing oh. a bit of salmon-inspired clothing. They they would they it's would rock true. that. It's true. I need to embrace the I mean, I
2: probably would
0: salmon. as well. Embrace it, yeah. <laughs>
1: But basically the whole thing is printed on, um, you know, in little pieces like this and I Mm. have to assemble them together and I'm using my 3D pen to do that. So I'm doing a new video where I'm kind of showing that assembly process because um, that was kind of my breakthrough on this dress because I tried different ways to connect the pieces. Like I tried sewing them and all the seams. I could not make it as invisible as I wanted it to be, Um, but I found that I can just... Basically, uh, fuse them together by um, overlaying the, the fabric on the next piece and then just using my 3D pen to like weld it on and it, it maintains the pattern and it's totally invisible and the whole thing will look like it's all just a 3D printed like one piece so that is so uh, cool that's where that's I'm going so with cool. that I did a whole bunch of like uh, like Ooh. experiments uh. with different like oh I Heights, you know yeah that could definitely just be a get... bracelet like yeah. yeah I was gonna do like a collar I did that um, too yeah I did this like kind of wing thing oh you know? and I'm just experimenting with these different like uh different it almost like creating this really bizarre grain in the fabric where mm. it is very very flexible in one direction but and Much another. less so in the other direction, and you get these really prescribed fold lines essentially. So that, yeah, that's pretty which fun. Is
0: fascinating. Um, I
1: was like, that even probably stretch has like
0: four-way stretch. functional. Yeah, I think even yeah. that ripped. <laughs> repeatable bend probably even has like functional consequences, you know, like I was thinking about solar shields on the like that they're talking about in space where they like fold out in a very specific format and then origami back up like that, that is what that's doing really. It's that controllable
1: fold, that repeatable fold, which is totally and you can even get some structure in it. So like this one I printed with a lot of it's very thick. But it has almost no info, so it's very, very light. But oh. see, it's almost like a quarter oh. inch. It's pretty thick. And um in this direction, it folds on the on the lines very um, very deeply fold. But on the other side, it almost like has like <sighs> enough structure to like stand out. Yeah, because yes. the pieces are butting against each other. Yeah. So you can play with creating. I mean, I feel like maybe soft robotics could be a cool application for something like this. So, like, I basically did, I basically, like, burned myself out of, like, trying all these different experiments. You know, this is a cool one, just aesthetically. I did a little, like, filament change. Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. So I want to do, I basically want to take every single one of these experiments and, like, turn them each into a project. Yes. Remember, man. And also, incredible. I'm printing on a mirror, so the back is like super glass. Shiny. You know, it's super shiny. And so I want to do a piece that's all the back, <laughs> that just looks yeah, like, yeah. you know, sequins, essentially.
0: Yeah. I've noticed man. that too. And especially silk filaments on the glass. It's just like Ooh, yeah. so, so shiny. I'm like, I've done things where I'm just like, yeah, it is the sequin. It becomes the sequin because it's so shiny. It's yeah. So
1: shiny. It's beautiful and especially mm. if you do something really really thin like this is two layers so it's oh, like super nice. paper thin and it's, but it's super also almost translucent and it's super translucent and then again you have like a lot of flex along this this
2: yeah axis, like this i guess it's, it's floppy
1: but it, it you know it's a straight line so it sticks it would stick out yeah. so, oh, I'm yeah, doing, that like, is so i'm doing like i'm gonna do some like gathering things you know like I've got ideas man I swear if if
2: I lived closer if I lived closer I would very much be 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 coming coming around to to model help model this stuff for you because it just is so cool and it is so my vibe I just love the aesthetic so much and i love wearing absurd things so like i would i yeah I, I would be i would be in your studio being like hey so let's work on this this thing and and you can basically just 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 3d pen it to my skin it's fine so, <laughs> well it's fine. you know the I, pandemic just, will, just, be will be over one
1: day be. and i'm excited you know yes i hear yeah. i hear
2: i hear rumors that one day that one day <laughs> yeah i'll be able to leave the the island <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I feel like I'm on that island right now because we've been so lucky down here. Like, I just wish I could move everyone here where You're we can all run island. and hug random people. It's, yeah. it's we're very lucky here. I wish I'm on the rainy wish you all could come
1: down. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to see you know people doing well, and you know we're coming out of it. It's it's taking some time, but I feel like we're so close to the end. Like it. It will happen. Let's not screw it up now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, don't speak too
2: soon. (laughs) 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 But yes, your your dress is so friggin' cool and like how you have been doing this problem solving and showing the problem solving as you're doing it as opposed Mm. to saving it all for the end and like just doing like showing it all at once because admittedly I always feel a bit compelled to do that like that's a that's a thing that I think I need to get better at is I always feel like I need to just compile everything and then clean it up and make it presentable and then present it like as a finished prod. like a like he- hello here you go this is the thing um yes. and it is genuinely from from the other perspective It is so much better to see it in pieces because, goddamn, I'd have lost my mind by now if I had to wait until the end to see this dress. Because, like, every time you you like you tease the little thing or shown a thing that you've done, like, because I remember when you posted the using the pen Mm. to put the pieces together, and I was like, "Oh, that's how it's done." (laughs) And then, like, I felt so much better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think, like, for me, like, as the person working on it and posting it, like, sometimes I, I, sometimes I don't know how many people are actually like. Um, following along on my project, and I didn't. I don't know, you know, that it actually matters to anyone other than me. Um, But in those moments where I'm like, "Oh, why am I doing this?" or "What? Where have I? What have I done?" I don't even know, you know. You get lost. But so it's the, like what am in I doing moments, with my life? Moment exactly. <laughs> but then you know, someone is like, then you know, someone might reach out to me and be like, "Oh, that dress, you know, like can't wait to see that," and I'm like, "Oh." Thank you. Like I need, <laughs> needed to feel a little bit of like that outside validation, you know, not that we should live for that outside validation, but sometimes it's just like you but need a little pep talk, a little encouragement. Yeah. And like, it's just so nice to to be cheered on, especially for a long haul like this, which arguably I could have finished this like a while ago, but you know, 2020 just totally... That's- totally okay yeah Yeah. it's this i've got another thing that's like 90 percent done it's you know i can't wait to actually finish them now
2: we all need to be encouraging each other more to be okay with taking longer to finish stuff because yeah it's really easy to be really hard on ourselves about that and i think we've all probably done it to be like oh no i should have been done with this by now and i'm not so you know Bad, bad, but like it's obviously totally okay and very, very understandable. So yeah. we need to just tell each other, it's okay.
1: Yeah, it's okay. That's as long as it takes, <laughs> it will be done. Yeah, yes, yeah,
2: it does. And yeah. that again, that can be hard when it's your project and feeling like, oh, but I just, you know, I want it to be done or it mm-hmm. should be done. And-
1: and like, again, I am document obviously document talking right to myself here.
2: So
1: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I also like recently I've been going back to other projects that I've done in the past and like you know, I mentioned I I kind of want to um do work where the point is the project versus the tutorial. So I've kind of gone back and looked at projects that I made for tutorials or that became tutorials, and in sort of recontextualizing them by re-photographing them or um, like my light-up jacket which I is just here. gonna say yes! yeah I, I I that was like a really cool experiment for me to take something that I've already done and sort of make a new narrative for it make a new point for it and that's this jacket yeah it's, yeah. it's so cool did these and I don't know if my lights are too bright I'm gonna turn this on there we go. Just Let's turn off my lights. <laughs> we'll
0: pop a link to your your amazing cyberpunk esque yeah. video in the description too, because yeah. it's an amazing uh, video, even just from a video perspective. Amazing video on this on this jacket. So we'll pop oh, a link to that
1: you. I, <laughs> nah, I'm, I really I'm still learning wanted, about that video. I really wanted to make a video that was like a narrative, like for this piece, because I feel like, um, you know. I was saying, I, I want to do more work. work
2: too. Yeah, it is. is. creative expression too. It is.
1: <laughs> and like, I wanted to, um, I really wanted to make like, more artsy. I really want to make more artsy videos. And so I'm kind of like, I was like, well, maybe if I make it like an inch, the intro really artsy, and then I still deliver the tutorial, you know, maybe it'll make sense. And um, so I really had fun, like making that sort of synth wave thing. and. And I tried to give it, it a, a point, you know, like, oh, maybe it's a person in lockdown. You can't go out and, you know, wear your jacket out. You should just wear it at home. So that's what the video was <laughs> me frolicking around in my jacket at home it <laughs> was, <laughs> the, the was wonderful it's a wonderful cyberpunk at home. Yeah. oh thanks <laughs> thanks for watching And the jacket <laughs> the jacket is amazing
0: too like um yeah show it off just a little more oh, yes. I think because it's yeah we kind of <laughs> glossed over it because we we're geeking oh, like, out about the really video is, but the jacket is amazing <laughs> sorry. Yeah. sorry
1: it's um yeah so this is a purchase jacket that I just I just had in my closet and um I added these panels, and these are 3D-printed diffuser panels, so this is just clear PLA. And I sewed these onto the jacket, and underneath them I have embedded these LEDs, um, and they are sewn under the lining of the jacket. So they're. Which is such a nice there. touch,
2: by the way. Like, mm. you could have easily not done that. And n- nobody would have necessarily known had you not shown them. But the fact that you just added that little extra touch is just, is just so good. Oh, I appreciate it anyway.
1: And it actually <laughs> is like way more functional. Like, this out of all of my wearable tech projects, this is the one that I actually get the most like wear out of. I wore this to super conference i I wear this to like i will, i wear this all the time actually um, It's <laughs> like awesome. you know yeah. because even if you just turn it off, it's just a regular you know jacket that has kind of a cool pattern on it, it still looks
2: and, cool yeah,
1: yeah it's kind of is um off. like it kind of transitions really well from like regular clothes into like something a little more um funky and
2: it's mm. regular clothes. What, is what are those? Yeah, Why? I'm not Why sure is I it know it. Do the person in
0: the rainbow sweater, you know? Like, what, what's, what's, what's regular clothes? Yeah. <laughs> I've started going but, a bit Victorian, but like, <laughs> yeah, been yeah, getting a bit of Victorian vibes back because I'm like, it eh, doesn't matter what is clothes anymore. I mean, no one yeah. knows. It's
1: fine. <laughs> Dress, I'm a fan of like dressing up for the grocery store. Like, I don't think you need. A special occasion. Any occasion could be Want to wear red lipstick to the grocery store? Do wear it. red
2: lipstick to the grocery store. Yeah. Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> so I've got a controller in the pocket, and that lets me change to different, like, modes. So now it's pink, now it's yellow.
2: And you programmed all of these modes?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a simple. The programming on it's this small. is very simple, and it's all in and my you tutorial. Say that. <laughs> oh, okay, me. It's um, <laughs> but I kept it really simple for specifically for the tutorial. So it's all like it's really doable. this doable. One. Um, and this all these modes actually exist in MakeCode. So if you use MakeCode to to um, program your electronics, you have access to these. You don't have to write these animations from scratch. You can. What's, what's right. Make? What's Make Code? Oh, Make Code is fantastic. It's um, it's actually by Microsoft, and it's a visual oh. programming language. So you don't have to learn, you know, Python or CircuitPython Python or Arduino. You don't have to learn how to type the code. It's modules. So you and it's online. It's a web
2: um <laughs> billy's like i'm writing this down yeah check definitely. it out we literally <laughs> did
0: <laughs> this is my pen
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah and so if you go online to may code Maycode, uh, i'm not sure what it is but um we'll find it they have it and it works for um the adafruit circuit playground express which is the board that i'm using in this which is a very it's like my favorite board for beginners to use. It's got a lot of functionality built into it and it's it's so easy to use with MakeCode. Um, it also works, MakeCode works for um, MicroBit, which is um, actually... From That's the, the one boys. Hannah
0: really likes. Hannah yeah, really likes MicroBit's Faye. One, that yeah. one's yeah.
1: really great too. Um, that has a lot of functionality built, to, built into it as well. And so you can use either of those boards, you can jump onto MakeCode and you just use... Um blocks it's block based programming, so if you want to light the leds up, you drag the led block on and you say you know when when the button gets pressed, turn it to this color, and it's very intuitive um and it's super powerful. you can actually do really complex things in there um and you can you can jump just so much right relief. into the project design <laughs> yeah i I really think it's a game changer, and i don't i I love to use it in tutorial projects because I think it's so, so teachable and your chance for success on your first try is very high so it'll give you that coding's and a lot and power. it's a lot coding is a lot yeah,
0: Coding's a lot yeah and you have to <laughs> like get it 100% perfect. perfect it's not like learning any other written or spoken language where if you get it 70% of the way there they'll work it out you can you can communicate yeah, yeah, it has sure. to be 100% yeah. totally perfect which is yeah. just is hard it's hard it's, it's hard. true it's Yeah. every other language is fine
2: you know like, yeah. but no, yeah. you're right yeah. not in coding
1: coding is and it's, it's like so much effort if you were new to coding and I'm new to coding, you know, um, it's not my natural habitat, but so I, I know, I know how frustrating zygote. it is when you're like digging through it just to look up terms. The terms are explained in more terms that you don't understand. And it's like level after level oh, yes. of Googling things. Yes. And Oh my God. Yes. That code. And five are, hours later, I'm more confused in, than when I started. You also don't know. <laughs> Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And then, like, even yeah. well intentioned people who are very knowledgeable who were trying to explain things to me, I'm like, I don't understand this word, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. This, so, this word, it means nothing um, to me. What, I know it's a lot. And that's why I think tools like, um, like Make Code are so valuable. I think, like, oftentimes those kinds of tools are marketed towards kids, like teaching kids how to code. And, which is great. I have straight up, my favorite book on Python is a book that was written for kids, but I actually can understand it. And I am like, yeah, yeah. it's so valuable for me because and beyond being written for kids, it's written for beginners, you know? And yeah. I'm yes. a beginner, so I need to know, I need that foundation. They're not making any assumptions. Information, Yeah, exactly.
0: Pi- Python is the cool. only bit of coding that I kind of know because I had to take a subject on it um, before I gave up on university. Um, but I would be interested in finding out what that book is, if you know it off the top of your head, because that would yes. be handy. <laughs> I really <laughs> love it. It's right Okay, me. cool. Hold yeah, on okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because be I, I did it for like five seconds. Um, but ah, cool. Ah, beautiful. There you go. I love it too. The cover's great. Oh, it's yeah. so great. It's
1: cute. Yeah, it's called Coding Projects in Python and it's I don't know, it's actually it quite sizable. It. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a group. <laughs> but it explains it it just has really useful explanations. So for example, you know, um they are going to walk you through word by word essentially your your code and they they I think like each each little section, um, they're not glossing over anything. Like if you don't mm. know what a variable is, you'll learn it here. You know, you, it's not assuming that you know anything, or that you're bringing anything to this. And that's like you can gloss over anything you already know. But if you don't know it, like it's here. It's the fair. foundation yeah. is here. So
0: that sounds awesome. That's what I yeah, need. That's what yeah. I need. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Um, that is super valuable. Yeah. I actually a lot less.
2: You have single-handedly like reduced my my fear of of delving into electronics like thirty to forty percent because oh, a big chunk of it was yes. around coding and just being like, like like I'll get like I'm like okay I'm definitely freaked out about the soldering and the wires <laughs> and stuff but like once I get past that point then it's gonna be like I'm gonna be feeling good and then I'm gonna realize I'm gonna have to write code and I'm gonna be like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh. I know what you mean. So like, <laughs> to me, I feel like um, you can do so much with very simple code, with code that you you can essentially download and install and you don't have to really do much to. And my, my recommendation for anyone like that. who wants to learn coding or, or get into programmable electronics Is go to Adafruit. They don't sponsor me. They're not paying me to say this. Like they just have such a great foundational architecture. You can, you know, you can get their products, and there are so many tutorials just ready to go on their website that tell you everything you need to make to make your first projects. And that's not to say that it's not going to be challenging. But when you hit Snags, they have a really, really active and helpful Discord server that you can jump on and get sort of actual whiskey. help. It's like, <laughs> it's such a game changer. I mean, really, the electronics that I know, I learned from Adafruit. Like, I learned from going through and doing tutorial after tutorial Um going back to relearn things because when you learn that way, you, you know, you gloss over things and then you need to read a book like this to catch up. Um, but you know, that's a totally valid way to learn. That's what worked for me. And, you know, to your point, Faye, I didn't know I could do electronics until I saw someone else doing them who reminded me of me. And that was, um, that was Diana Ng on Project Runway. She was, I think, she was ah! on like the first or second season and she did like electronics in her garments. And I'd never, awesome. never seen that before. I'd not know that that kind of object existed. So, you that know, me, she, you did. she really changed my life. Like I saw that and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And my husband was like, you should do that. And I was like, do you think I could? You know, and <laughs> I found out she wrote a book, so I bought her book. I did her tutorials. You know, like I that just seeing that person do those things, she didn't have to win the show to change my life. Like she just had to be visible. But did she? Yeah, yeah. win the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh no, she didn't win. No, she didn't win. Oh, Sandy she didn't she win. Didn't oh, okay. Win. No, she won for me. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> she won so, your heart, but yeah. now, <laughs> she won my heart.
1: Have you ever <laughs> sent her an email?
2: tell her all of these things
1: i have not i should <laughs> i mean like that's my like oh my gosh i would like totally i mean you're legit now so you can, you can totally be like hey so uh, just tag her is, on twitter be like by YouTube. the way by the way yes, hey, yeah, yeah, I exactly. my life. thank you yep, yeah yes thank <laughs> you goodbye <Yeah. laughs> i should i should yeah <laughs> I, i'm sure she's up for a lot of people because like that's a huge exposure for for such a niche you know Focus in your work and,
0: like, yeah. I I. It sounds like she was doing it for most people. Oh, this is so wonderful! I'm like, this is amazing. I'm enjoying this so so much. I did wanna (laughs) thank you. Gosh, thank you. Um, I did wanna ask though. Like, is there anything in particular that you want to talk about? I wanted to like give you a moment to share anything or talk about anything that you think is important and interesting your chance to to,
2: (laughs) to boost a thing that you think needs boosting or deserves boosting or just because you feel like it yeah
1: I guess (laughs) like you know I what I want to do more is um, you know I want to do more of the of the big deal projects like this and um, I guess I'll just talk about like what I was what I'm kind of thinking of doing next which is um, I I want to focus more on my YouTube channel, so I love if people would hop over there and check out the last video I did because really I will Real
0: pop links so hard on that,
1: <laughs> and I want to know like you know if people like it and if they're into that kind of format. You know, I I definitely want to do more of those kinds of. I I feel like the video is really like my opportunity to like present it the way I want it to be viewed, so. I'm working on another one for this, and um and then I'm actually i'm I think I'm gonna do some live streaming um, and I'm kind of throwing around some ideas for format because i want it, I want to make something kind of unique um and I want to i I have some ideas about like um, making it an experience versus the kinds of live streams that that I watch are are very much like, um, uh, like, like a presentation, like, you know, hanging out, like yeah. the, the camera's on the other side of the table and um, uh, you're watching the person work. And I, I kind of want to experiment with like making it feel more integrated. So yeah. um, it might be just subtle things that I'm going to do, like um, move, try some non-traditional camera angles and try some non-traditional format things. But um, I think that
2: sounds like an amazing idea yeah it's certainly, that sounds it's certainly I'm a very thing interested. that could stand to be improved upon yeah yeah uh, i'll i'll be I'll be honest uh, and and there is there is a bit a small bit of shame in in saying this as somebody who also has started doing streams. I don't watch many <laughs> very, very few
1: yeah very few Same. yeah and and yeah,
2: and it is because t- the traditional way that it's done doesn't appeal to me. So I think that there is
1: definitely room for improvement. Please feel free to read on <laughs> it. <laughs> like, and, and I yeah. I've been I've started to watch more as um inspiration. So the way my whole workflow, like anytime I do anything, my first step is is research. And so I've been looking at um I've been looking at Twitch a little bit, like makers on Twitch, and I'm so inspired by makers on Twitch, makers on on YouTube like like yourself, Faye, like, I think, um, I, I like the, the live streams that I'm watching, and I like that people are getting really creative about, like, the, the information that they're giving out during the live stream, like, going along with you, building your 3D printer, or, like, I saw someone on Twitch making, like, stamps, and, um, like, what? Yeah, he's me, ma- he's making stamps, and it's so, It's actually so fun, you know, to see to see the process. Yeah, Uh, of something that I I have not really felt like I wanted to do, but watching this person like nerd out on their stamp was like so amazing. Um, I'm very pure, and I like like I like when people in their live streams are. Playing with the format, like this person was this, this amazing experience for me, like you you get this delivery of the experience that you couldn't even get if you were there in person because you're hovering above the table this in this overhead camera view um and then he's green screened out and like he's in the corner and as a tiny person like working so you can see him working at the same time as you can see him working from above, and um you know, every now and then, He'll like hit this button that changes his background and he's like in some other place and, uh, you know, doing some visual gag with his green screen. And like, there's ah, the something that screening. I found so inspiring about that kind of like video, like expressive live video making. I don't know. Now yeah, it's really gone been down turned into an all, art, program. but like, I was inspired and I'm like, I, <laughs> I want to figure out how to do something that's all like, unique, you know, Ooh. like, what is it? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it.
2: That you're, you're, you've, you've kind of, having not seen it, just going off of your description, it sounds as though like, yeah, he has, he's captured something that has taken a thing from being just a format to being a form of expression. Yes. And mm. being part of the artistic medium, like in the same way that video can be an artistic medium. And and, yeah. and like you're you're exploring ways to not just express yourself creati- creatively with your projects, but also through the presentation of the pro- products. Projects.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's getting late here. My words are getting getting mixed up. <laughs> Pumpkin um, time buffet. <laughs> <pulpit. laughs> which, which of course, I totally get this because I feel exactly the same. Like for, for me, it is creating the videos and making the videos Fun and weird, and and a form of creativity in and of the, of, and of in and of itself is also very important to me. So I, I get that.
1: And but you do it obviously so well. Say you oh, do it thank so you. well. I love I love your video. Your videos. I can tell <laughs> you've thought through the delivery of the story, and your camera angles are chosen like to reflect that that. Part and, in the and story it's fun. and it's, it's so much so more fun. fun to watch it's great like that and that's the kind of thing I feel really inspired by that I want to like incorporate and I put, kind of feel like it's a theme like I see people more and more in the maker world like making making their videos finding ways to be more expressive about like their their video formats and like mm. that's super exciting me. I haven't actually wanted to do YouTube videos as much as I have recently seeing like more and more um really creative funky like takes on it you know takes on the format the the
2: truth is i did not think that i would enjoy it as much as i have and i didn't start enjoying it until i started getting weird with it because because there is very much a sort of especially if you have a really tight schedule to stick to it makes sense to have a format it makes sense Mm -hmm. to have a setup and to do things a certain way so that you can churn them out and that's never appealed to me that doesn't appeal to me I'll never be able to do that I'm sorry YouTube I'm never going to be able to do that (laughs) Um, but like when as soon as I, I stopped thinking of it that way and started thinking of it more as yeah this can be a form of creative expression as well and how can I how can I do this differently like what and and trust me it's not easy in this room I don't have a lot of space (laughs) so like I have to get a little creative sometimes and you don't even want to know how I got that one shot where I was actually looking through the printer um I I, I nearly had to break a hole in my wall like it was I I I very nearly cried (laughs) because I could not get the tripod to stand up in the right angle in this tiny tiny space and it took probably an hour and a half to set up a shot that that took three seconds
0: oh but I, <laughs> I <totally laughs> but it was
2: worth yeah. it yeah I totally
1: feel you because in my in my um my synth wavy like opening to my jacket video I, I basically like gutted a room of my house and like turned it into a set for that I could shoot that whole opening that's sequence that's in very... and then like I really I had this idea that I really wanted the the cassette I really wanted that angle of like me putting the cassette in closing the yes. thing and then pressing you the button had the vision I had the vision and I shot it over and over again like I had to get my husband to pull focus for me because I I wanted it to like focus on the cassette and then focus refocus putting it in and then oh, yeah, that was tough. the audio was terrible but I needed to have like the click I wanted to have you the to have sound the so I went back and I re-recorded just the sound and like foleyed it in like yep amazing Amazing. but honestly it was so fun like I felt like a filmmaker like I felt like a director like making these choices it changes everything it changes everything like just and to me that's a reflection of of design and like I know a lot of people don't call themselves designers that are designers and you know design isn't just the aesthetic it's your it's having that idea and then like making the choices to realize the idea that's design and like you going through whatever it took to get that shot like that's the same (laughs) thing and I love and respect that so so much
2: admittedly I also have to get better at letting go of (laughs) of visions when they're not Time efficient because that is, thats going to say, it goes the other way too, where I'm just kind of like, yeah. no, I have this vision and I need to see it through. And like two hours later, I'm still trying. And like life probably would have been a bit easier if I just went, actually, I can just do this other shot and it'll be fine. And no one's going to make the difference, you know, and, and it'll be done. And I will have not cried my makeup off at that point in frustration. So it's a balance. Like, it's a balance. It's a balance. It's balance. Balance. <laughs> balance. Yeah, for sure. We're all working to balance. Yeah it can be i i i and i and i again there's a weird sort of like like i feel like i'm like revealing my dirty laundry almost but like i didn't think i'd enjoy it making youtube videos i i thought that it was going to be work like just just pure work that kind of like that sort of thing that you just kind of you force yourself to do because you know it's the right thing to do and you just get through it and it's ended up being so much more enjoyable and i do think that there is uh be, Basically please please join me on the on the side of overproduced video. <laughs> yeah. So that
1: so that it's my way. Yeah. I'm in that club and I I I can't make them regularly because of that reason. Like I'm just not I'm i I'm really like an all or nothing person, so I can't I'm either not gonna do it or I'm gonna devote my entire life to it. So like I I it's like I can't commit to like an upload schedule because <laughs> my videos no, are again when I they're done. <laughs> refuse.
2: Yeah, no they're done when they're done exactly. That's and and also kind of I think being okay with occasionally um stuff, just having having a little break like cuz I I I actually realized that like I I've uploaded something like three videos this month and I'm just like what am I doing? I haven't actually like sat down here to like make a thing in weeks. And I'm like, all right, screw upload schedules, screw whatever upload schedule I set to myself. I'm going to make some stuff like for the next week or two and everyone else can just chill. <laughs> Y'all can <laughs> wait. Was I love it. But yeah, yep. please. Yeah, your, your, your cyberpunk jacket video was stellar. I was definitely screaming um it was it was just very very well done and this is the sort of thing that I think deserves to be embraced like lean into this stuff and lean into your vision because your vision's good oh
1: thank you I like
2: it I I like more bisexual lighting and everything like I'm just just cover everything in leds like this is I might have an aesthetic um
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it I'm I'm right there with you
0: Yes. this has been so so lovely thank you so so much for coming on this is i just oh so good thank you thank you thank you for
1: having me thank you for having me it was so great to chat with you i feel like you too i i'm like why didn't we chat like this earlier <laughs> yeah like, i feel the so
0: same long? way <laughs> we should do it some more, we'll like it have some to more like... yeah yeah let's do it some more we'll, we'll like yeah we'll have to find a way to make that happen because this was just the best this was the best Super way to start fun. my sunday so thank you thank you thank you, thank yes, you so yes, much. <laughs> we'll we'll pop <sighs> all the links to your socials down the below and we'll do the same buffet and i've taken a list of all the interesting things we've spoken about so i'll try and find links to all those as well all um, those but... in too yes thank you thank you this was wonderful
1: (laughs)
2: we'll see you until next time
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) i am loving making this series and if you are too please support me on patreon so i can keep making more top supporters will appear in this list of legends you can meet another maker here and here's a video youtube thinks you'll like if you want to catch up with any of us, all our socials are in the description below. See you later!